Hey, everybody. Welcome to our second edition this week of Breaking Down the Doors. We also like to call this one Breaking Down the Scores, or at least Tommy D's, our sports director, likes to use that moniker, so we use it also. Breaking Down the Scores, I'm Adam Sparks, Vanderbilt beat reporter. You are? Gentry Estes, columnist for the Tennessean. So it's just Gentry and I this week. Tommy D's is not in, but we will go over his picks. Breaking Down the Doors slash Breaking Down the Scores is our weekly podcast where we go through the picks where we pick each game uh, in the SEC. We also do one against pick of the, the week. Against the spread. Against the spread, which is very important. I had that conversation with someone the other day where I told them my record. I was like three or four over 500. Like, that's terrible. I said, no, 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 no. Against the spread. Oh, that's making money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All of us can get 70, 80% of the games if we're just picking winners, but we... I think we're all over 500, aren't we? We are now, and I'm pulling that up right now. Last week, Tommy Deezer, sports director, went 5-3. and three. He's now 50-41-2. I went 5-3. and three. I am just barely over 500, 46-45-2, so I am chasing down Tommy. I'll catch him in a few weeks. Uh, Gentry, you went 6-2 and two last week. You came in later in the season, but you are 29-5. and five. I don't know how we're going to do that. Probably winning percentage, I guess. I think 29 and 25. Tw- I'm, I'm sorry, 29 and 25. 29 and 5 you tell would be I'm 29 and 5, phenomenal. <laughs> you'd, you'd be making cash for somebody. I don't think I'd be working here anymore. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> 29 and 25. Our picks of the week, which can be SEC or anything else, basically any pick we want to make in college football. I am 7 and 3 on pick of the week. So where it matters, I'm the best of us three. Tommy's six and four pick of the week, and Gentry, you are three and four. You don't know how to pick a pick of the week. You know what? And I, same thing in the NFL. I'm actually in first place in our NFL picks, but last in the pick of the week. Ugh. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what it is. I just overthink it or something. I would say so. My pick of the week. I love mid majors. I didn't go that this uh, this week, but uh, or last week. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Let's do the SEC picks right off the bat. I just got back from the swamp, Gainesville, Florida, a couple days ago where I saw Florida trounce Vanderbilt 56 to nothing. And this week, Florida is at Missouri. Florida is a a six-and-a-half-point favorite at Missouri. We all have the same pick. Do you remember who you picked? You don't have it in front of you. I'm pretty sure I picked Florida. Yeah, you picked the Gators. Yeah. Uh, Any particular reason? I thought this was a pretty easy one myself. Yeah, you just don't know what to make of Missouri at this point. And even being on the road, I think Florida is just a much better team. By the way, your trip, uh, I enjoyed your, your tweets on your rental car. That, how Florida was that? Yeah, yeah, Red Camaro. It wasn't a convertible. I think the only time I had that happen with like a sports car just out of nowhere was in Florida. I think it was like in Tampa. I got a purple, what are those called? I was in Florida. Or pink. No, it's pink with a purple interior. The, uh, what is the 1920s Tommy Guns? Uh, what am I trying to think of? Uh, PT Cruiser. Yeah. Had a pink PT cruiser with purple interior, or the or the other way around. It was it was in Miami. That was very Miami. But this was a red Camaro. Yeah, girl at the rental car counter said, "Well, look at you. You get a red Camaro." I thought, "Okay, that's cool. I've never driven one." Then I get in, and I think, "Now I know why I drive Ford Focus because this is a tank. I can't see anything." That's how you know you're getting old, though, is when you. When you, you would prefer the Ford Focus. That's right. That's <laughs> for, right. For very logical, very, you know, I'm good a, reasons. I'm but. a very practical pers- person. My dream car is a Ford Focus or a Honda Accord or whatever the compact car is. I don't I do not do sports cars. I just don't do them. I remember when we uh, 
about 20 years ago in college, I remember the ads for the Ford Focus where they said, get your rave on in a Ford Focus. <laughs> I always thought it was really funny that they thought people might get their rave on Not in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, no. a car called Focus. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, back to the picks. We all picked Florida. Tommy Dees also picked Florida. Missouri is 5-0 and at home this year. I've been to Missouri. I don't think that home field advantage stretches into November. Agree. It's, it's not going to be much of anybody at this game. So Florida's, I Florida. Florida's a good team. They have a yeah. good defense. They're, they're solid. I know they lost to Georgia, but that's still a good team. Pick number two, Alabama is a 20-and-a-half point favorite at Mississippi State. Look at here. We all think the Crimson Tide are going to win. I fear for Mississippi State on this yeah. one. They're going to get a mad Alabama in this game. Well, it's hard for Alabama to feel like an underdog and underappreciated Losing to LSU, they get to do that now. Nick Saban gets to walk in there and say, well, you know, nobody believes in you now. You know, you're not in the playoff anymore. You're not going to get there. And if you can rev up that energy with that kind of talent on that team, you're going to get an explosive performance. And a, and a, a 20 and a half, I think if it was 28 and a half, I think I'd still pick Bama. I think this is going to be a route. This is barely a road game for Alabama. That's like an hour away on a back highway from Tuscaloosa to Starkville. Yep. Alabama always plays well there. I think this is a blowout. So all three of us pick Alabama to uh, to win that one by at least 20 and a half. Georgia is a two and a half point favorite at Auburn. We differ on this one. Game of the week, clearly. You picked Auburn. Why did you pick Auburn? Because it's at Auburn. At Georgia, uh, a Georgia team that played for the national title two years ago got blown out at Auburn. And I, I think Auburn – is the kind of team that they've struggled a little bit on the road because they have a freshman quarterback that I think, uh, especially at, at Florida, they well, they almost beat LSU in Baton Rouge, but they struggled in Florida partly because Bo Nix is going on the road and you, you put him at home. The odd years work out great for Auburn because they have Georgia and Alabama both at home on those schedules, and they're beating one of them. And I always – I've kind of thought that all season. Georgia, they're in the mix for the playoff because they beat Florida – but I still just don't know how good they are. And that's a, that's a tough ask. Auburn's a very good team. Uh, they'll be up for this. That's It's an uh, underrated rivalry, in my opinion. And Georgia's had a hard time going to Auburn like a lot of teams have. Yeah, I agree with you that Georgia may not be as good as what we thought they were. I picked Georgia. Uh, What's the spread, Georgia? Two and a half points. Yeah. So Georgia by a field goal. And, and, and you can go Georgia. I went Georgia. Tommy also went Georgia. On this one, I feel I'm almost borrowing from my theory about Alabama here. I think when a team is can get into the college football playoff, but not necessarily counted as being in the college football playoff, there's a, there's an extra bit of motivation there. I think Georgia can taste that, even though most people say, "Well, no, you're coming out of the East. You, you can't. You won't win the East. And then whoever comes out of the West, probably LSU, is going to beat you. So you can't get into the playoff." There's a road to the playoff for them, and I think that motivation is enough to get their best out of it. And Auburn is so weird because I don't trust them late in the season because you never know if you're going to get let's win win one for Malzahn or let's run Malzahn out of here. A lot of it has to do with the year, the even odd years, because they play those two teams late in the year. And when they get in those even years where they have to go to Georgia and Alabama, that's when things start kind of falling apart. In 17, they went to the SC Championship game playing those two. In 13, they went to the National Championship game playing those two. If you look back, the odd years, and it's a huge advantage for them playing both those games at home. Tough place to play. And we're about to find out how good Georgia is because I, I think 
this, despite the fact that Florida beat Auburn, I think this is a much tougher game than Georgia got against Florida. And I think Jake Fromm is, hey, is he a top five pick or is he a late first round pick? I, I think I'm some not, of what's going on right now can determine that. I never really thought he was a top five pick. I think he's a, look, if Aaron Murray didn't make it in the NFL, yeah, and, and because he's short, basically, uh, I always, Aaron Murray's a better college quarterback than Jake Fromm. Ooh. Um, Them's fighting words. Fromm's had better players around him. Yeah, at Georgia, um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I have questions of, and you look at the guys that that he beat out at Georgia, like Jacob Eason. I do think he's a top ten pick because he's about six five, two hundred and sixty pounds. Looks like Matthew Stafford throwing the ball. You know, Fields at Ohio State's another guy who's obviously you know a, a crazy talent. In 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 Fromm's case, he's he's a, he's a He's a, he's not flashy. He he's good at what he does, but he just doesn't. His measurables just don't jump out to me as an NFL guy when you watch him play. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe I'm wrong. I'll but take I've just never uh, thought that. I'll take Eric Zier over any of them. Eric Zier could sling it now. Yes, he could. Yeah. yeah, in a time when quarterbacks didn't really throw it as much as they do now, he he could. Uh, he, he looked the part. We're showing her age there. I'm certainly showing mine by bringing up Eric Zier. Danny Werfel days. Yeah, I'm sure. All right, so we differ on that pick. We also differ on this pick. Uh, South Carolina is at Texas A&M. Texas A&M is a 10-and-a-half-point favorite over the Gamecocks. Tommy and I picked Texas A&M. You went with South Carolina. What are you, what are you thinking on the Gamecocks, who I thought looked atrocious even in a win against Vandy? Yeah, that they um, they hurt me last week because I think the two of y'all went with that wisely went with Appalachian State and then I went with South Carolina. I flip flopped on that one like three times, so don't give me too much. That credit. was one that could have been one of those South Carolina wins easily. And what were you thinking, kind of? But no, I mean I, I think Appalachian State's really that good, and South Carolina didn't show up. But I, I don't know. This seems a circle the wagons kind of moment for Carolina. This is a team that was good enough to go win at Georgia. I haven't been overly impressed with Texas A&M all season, really. And the spread, you know, it's a big spread for for a, a team in South Carolina that I think has a pretty good defense. So, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll see. It, it depends. South Carolina has been real hit or miss this season, depending on what kind of team you get. It's trending in the wrong direction for them. But if they lose this one, I think they're knocked out of bowl eligibility. And I just, you know, they're probably not going to beat Clemson, so they're probably not going to go to a bowl game. But I don't know. Just a, just a hunch on this one that South Carolina has never been too good or too bad with Will Muschamp, and now it's it's it's, it's time for them to kind of get it reversed back. Yeah, I have some certainty about a lot of my picks, but not on this one. I, I picked A and M. Big spread too. That's, yeah, that's the thing. it's at A and M, and sometimes A and M can can hang about forty five on somebody if they get it rolling at home. I think a lot of it comes down to if, if South Carolina is motivated or not. If they're motivated, they can keep the score low play good defense and, you know, make this a 28-24 type game. I'm going with A&M because I think it'll be a little more of a shootout, and I don't think South Carolina has enough offense. There was also news this week out of Columbia that uh, the Muschamp's safe, that that he's going to be back. They're they're basically already saying that at South Carolina, and sometimes when that happens, the, the players can give a performance that validates that decision. Yeah. And, I don't know, that could happen as well. LSU is a 20-and-a-half-point favorite at Ole Miss. LSU is coming off the huge, massive win that I didn't see coming. Tommy did. I don't remember if you did or not. I picked LSU, too. You picked LSU. I I went with, as as a line that you used that I borrowed, old money. I went with old money in Alabama, and I lost new money in LSU. 
won that one, and they are a 20-and-a-half-point favorite at Ole Miss. We all think the Tigers are going to come back down to earth a little bit. We're all picking Ole Miss in this one. I was surprised that, that you guys agreed with me on this. When I was looking at it earlier, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with Ole Miss here. And Ole Miss has actually been better than people think this year. They're at home. And, and yeah, this, this screams letdown game. Yes. Not a loss, but, but I mean, you don't think than the, expected yeah. game. Well, Ole Miss has Plumlee, their quarterback, who can run it really well, ran it really well last week. I guess an awful, was it New Mexico State, I think. And they t- uh, they tend to play LSU close. Even when LSU's coach was at the other school, they always tend to play LSU close. Yeah, I think I think with when you have a running quarterback like Ole Miss does have in Plumlee that you can, you can get a little bit of an element of a surprise if LSU is not a hundred percent into preparation for this game, and I could understand why, because coming off the Alabama win, you can you can give up some yards and some points and you know lose your focus a little bit against a mobile quarterback. And so I, th- I think Ole Miss will be able to run it on LSU enough. LSU's defense is okay, but they're not good. So this could be a game where both teams score quite a quite a number of points, and I don't know LSU wins by seventeen or something like that. I think I think Ed Orgeron's your clear pick for SEC Coach of the Year this year. Sure, but if you're looking at some of the other good jobs, I think Matt Luke at Ole Miss has done a sneaky good job. They, they've they've been better than expected, whereas some teams like Arkansas have been worse. And um, that's not an easy job at Ole Miss. He's clearly been rebuilding this whole time, and you're not hearing a lot of talk about his his future and him having a hot seat in Oxford. And I think that's a credit to a team that has actually been a little better than people thought. Well, and a guy that's been up for SEC Coach of the Year before and won it before is Stoops at Kentucky. And Kentucky this week is coming right here to Nashville. Uh, they'll play the Vanderbilt Commodores. Kentucky is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite at Vanderbilt. I flip-flopped a little bit because I was waiting to see who Vandy was going to have at quarterback. Riley Neal is coming back off concussion. He will start. But we are all three going with Kentucky. Did you, you – you had no indecision at all on this one, did you? No, because Kentucky's defense has been good. Uh, their defense has been a lot better than people thought, and that's that's not a good sign for Vanderbilt. I, 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 Riley Neal will help, and, and he clearly has outplayed his competition at that position in recent weeks. But Kentucky, I don't think the score is going to be very high. I think Kentucky is a ball control kind of team that they're going to run it. I think they ran it 64 times against Tennessee and only threw it seven because they have a wide receiver playing quarterback. He's a handful, though, and what they do with him, it's a lot like Georgia Tech with Paul Johnson. You know, you better stop him on first and second down, or you're going to be on the field for about 10 minutes of the game. And um, I, I don't know if Vanderbilt's defense has the ability to stop that. I don't think Kentucky's going to score a bunch of points, but I think Vanderbilt's going to struggle to score any. Yeah, Vandy, they got some turnovers last week, but it was through the air, and Kentucky's not going to throw it that much. The only way, one of the only ways I think Vandy keeps this under the spread, under the nine and a half, is if it's a very low scoring game and we just get a, you know, 17 to 10 or, or you know, 21 14 or something. But I if Kentucky can line up and run it right at Vandy, which they were able to do it to Tennessee, they'll last try week, to do that right off the bat. Yeah. No, and no if, question. And if they're able to do it, it's going to be a long day for Vanderbilt. If, if Vanderbilt can stop it, though, and keep Kentucky's offense off the field, who knows? That said, we're all picking Kentucky. So. Yes, Vandy is two and seven. That's the record against the spread. They are one and eight. So I have shot away from the team that I cover in picking it's them. Gotta be Missouri, right? The one that. Uh, yes, that'd be it. So that was an outright win when they were a major underdog. 
nine and a half point underdog against Kentucky, and we are all Kentucky's saying Kentucky's fighting to get in a bowl game too. They've yep. got something to play for in this game. Yep, and there's just I don't know if I'd say turmoil around Vandy, but coach may be coaching for his job. You don't know who the quarterback is week to week. You've got some frustrated all SEC guys that I'm sure are thinking right now I'm ready to get to the NFL. I wouldn't blame them the way the season has gone, and so. uh and, Vandy, a, and a capable opponent. Kentucky's a yes. good enough team to, to, to beat Vandy. Vandy does not have Vandy does not have the type of friction that you would normally see as a team in their place. And I'm not sure if that's a good thing or bad thing. <laughs> they might just be over it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Mason has kind of kept the, the fact the defense is playing well. I think shows that there's part of the team, especially the young players, are still into it. I don't know the rest of them though. You got to be good to beat an SEC team, including Kentucky. Picks of the week. Tommy D's his pick is Air Force is a ten and a half point favorite at Colorado State, and he is going with Air Force to cover that. By the way, I mentioned before picks of the week. This is any game in college football that we choose. We don't get to choose SEC picks because they're we know who the SEC teams are. But if we had to put our mortgage up for one game in college football, this is the one we would put up that we're most most certain of. So, we're, we're able to pick an SEC game. I did that are, once with yes. Vanderbilt, and I look silly for doing it. Yeah, I don't like doubling up. I, I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. Had them at South Carolina, and for the first five minutes of the game or so, I felt pretty good about it. <laughs> Riley Neal stayed in. Maybe you would have got that one. Yeah. I, maybe. Uh, so Tommy has Air Force ten and a half point favorite Colorado State. He thinks Air Force will will cover that, and then some. Gentry, your pick. Do you remember your pick? Or do you mean yeah, I took uh, Indiana this this week. Was ranked in the top twenty five, I believe, for the first time in twenty five years. Ooh, in in football, that is. Yeah, football. Um, and they are going to Penn State and getting fourteen and a half. Uh, this is a Penn State team that lost to Minnesota here in the last weeks. Pretty tough. Pretty tough loss. Kind of ended their championship hopes all in one week. Can Penn State get back and going against an Indiana team that's better than people think? It's uh, it's in Happy Valley, but I I still think Indiana keeps it closer than two touchdowns. You're saying the fighting James Franklins don't have enough fight to to blow out the Hoosiers. It's tough to come back from when you when you lose a game like that that you're not supposed to, and you know you're in a situation where your season, your aspirations for any kind of championship now end because of that. It's tough to come back. And Indiana is the kind of team that historically plays the plays some of the better teams in the conference close. They don't always beat them, but this Indiana team's been a lot better than people think. So my pick is the can't miss pick of the year. Ohio State is a fifty-one point favorite at Rutgers. This is the second week in a row you've done this. With Ohio yes, State. last week it was Ohio State by I don't know fifty something, and I said Ohio State will cover that, and then some, and they did. Uh, they beat Maryland 73-14 to last week. I think Ohio State is going to pour it on again. They're a 51-point favorite. They will cover that and then some. And I'm they, very, are, they are that team this yes. year. They are. We're yeah. going to hang 60 on you. That's yep. who they are. Uh, I think they're going to continue to do that. Rutgers is awful. And I'm very scientific about this because Ohio State beat Maryland by 59 points. Maryland beat Rutgers by 41 points. Ergo, I don't know if that's the right word. Therefore, Ohio State is 110 points better <laughs> than Rutgers. 
So there you go. That's that's also Ohio State is eight and one against the spread this year. Rutgers is two and seven. It's pretty against amazing the by eight and one with the the spreads they're getting. Yeah, it really is. People you, say you 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 got to put up sixty to beat this to cover the spread. Okay, we'll put up sixty three. That's essentially what they do. And in that, you know, it, it's the Big Ten is not the SEC, but the Big Ten is the Big Ten, and it's hard to you ask Penn State about playing every. You know, I mean, right. you, Yeah, everybody, you've got teams that can beat you in that conference, and yeah, nobody's even close to that. It's going to be interesting because that's a playoff team, clearly. Yes, if they keep going, and which is why they're blowing out everybody. So if they end up playing LSU. That's that's a basketball score. Yes, that is a seventy-two to sixty-six game. That, that could, and I would love it. That could be an all-timer. Yeah, if, that, if it goes like that, especially yeah. with Joe Burrow at LSU. Yeah, see, I like a lot of points in football. I even tweeted this the other day, watching the LSU Alabama game from a terrible hotel in Gainesville, Florida. I said this is a pretty entertaining game, and I usually prefer watching Civil War documentaries as opposed to sporting events, which is not a good thing to say as a sports writer, but. I think you know where I'm coming from. Or I don't know if you do or not. Mike Oregon, who's also on our staff, we have a joke all the time that when we're not covering sports, sometimes we really don't want to watch sports. I might wait, too. Okay, I, I think good. you have to be if you do what we do for a little Yeah. But that, I, I, for me, it's World War II documentaries. So oh, I'm, uh, I'm with you. Just a different different. Ken era. Burns. Anything Ken Burns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the country music one was Ken Burns not long ago. Vietnam, by the way, is the best one out right now. Ken Burns, Vietnam. They came out like two years ago. Netflix, you need to go watch it. Or PBS. I watch more PBS than ESPN. I probably shouldn't His say documentary that. on the Vietnam War was Yes, phenomenal. phenomenal. Yep. Um, so, my pick of the week, Ohio State, is going to hang a lot of points on Rutgers, and they're not going to let up. Um, that's going to do it for us. By this time next week, I will have gained about two games on you guys, and so I'll be, I'll be pulling you guys in steadily. I'm glad somebody picked something different, because you and Tommy had everything the same this week, so some, somebody had to... Spice it up. Yeah. Yeah, this past week was boring. A little better this week. I'll get the pick of the week correct, as I, as I usually do. So that does it for this edition of Breaking Down the Doors slash Breaking Down the Scores. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. And remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you get your podcast. And drop us a review and a rating. We love five stars uh, while you're at it. And for Gentry Estes, I am Adam Sparks. We'll see you next time. 